Good morning. For those who I haven't met yet, my name is Paige Doster-Grimes, and I'm a fellow member of the North Carolina Temple community. When the pandemic first prevented us from having regular in-person meditation at the Raleigh Temple, where I typically practice, I joined the online Thursday night Dharma study. I have learned so much from this group, and I look forward to seeing my Dharma buddies on Zoom every Thursday night, even as we've returned to the temple for our in-person meditation. One of the things that draws me to the practice of Wan Buddhism is the invitation to contemplate both the vast, great questions of humanity and also the practicalities of our everyday lives. The latter has been on my mind recently and how Master Sotesan desired to help all people improve themselves, not just those people who can dedicate their entire lives to spiritual study. I hope to share some of that practical wisdom with you today. In chapter 39 of The Way of Humanity, the founding master said, Everyone wants things that are beneficial, but does many more things that lead to harm. Everyone wants to be wealthy and noble, but does many more things that lead to poverty and degradation. Everyone wants to be praised, but does many more things that lead to ridicule. Often, what we wish is different from what we do. This is because people do not realize the root source of suffering and happiness, and because even if they do know it, they do not put it into practice. You must think deeply about the causes, discern clearly, and practice thoroughly, so that what you wish and what you do are never in contradiction. Then, all things will be achieved according to your wishes. This is a long passage. But it's summed up very well in the first sentence. Everyone wants things that are beneficial, but does many more things that lead to harm. So Tesan elaborates by saying, we all wish to be wealthy, noble, and praised, but instead our actions more often lead to poverty, degradation, and ridicule. Upon first hearing this passage, I thought, this isn't applicable to me. Of course, I wouldn't act in a way that leads to harm, poverty, ridicule, and suffering, and certainly not a majority of the time, as the passage suggests. But as I sat with these words and let my ego subside, I began to see myself reflected in this passage. So Tesan is suggesting there is a gap between what we want to achieve and what we usually do. He says, often what we wish is different from what we do. This I can relate to, can you? For one thing, I have wished to finish writing this Dharma talk for several weeks, but there were many days when I could not get my body to sit and write. What I wished for in my mind and what I practiced with my body did not correspond. I also have a lot of bad habits that directly contradict wishes that I have for myself. Do you have any habits like this? In the interest of time, I will spare you a comprehensive list of my bad habits, but here are a few that you might also identify with. I wish to feel healthy and good in my body, but I often indulge my sweet tooth until my stomach aches. 
I wish to be well rested and sleep peacefully, but in bed at night, I scroll the news on my phone, even though I know this will make falling asleep pretty much impossible. I wish to have meaningful conversations and listen to others mindfully, but I am quick to fill any lull in a conversation, and worse yet, I may try to finish other people's thoughts if they speak slowly. These bad habits are easy to disregard, at least until the suffering they create becomes too much to ignore. Perhaps when my body feels sick or uncomfortable from too much cake, or a lack of sleep impacts my work, or my own need to speak prevents me from having meaningful conversations with a loved one. It is then when the gap between what my mind wishes and what my body does becomes too wide that I'm reminded I need to change my ways. If you see yourself reflected in what I just described, how can we heed Sotesan's words and align what we wish and what we do? Bad habits are hard to break, but chapter 39 points us towards the answer. You must think deeply about the causes, discern clearly, and practice thoroughly so that what you wish and what you do are never in contradiction. Thinking deeply, discerning clearly, and practicing thoroughly. This sounds a bit like the threefold practice to me. In the spirit of making today's talk as practical as possible, I will try to give you two very simple steps to put this practice into action. But first, a quick aside about children and our true nature. I often think about how aspects of our true nature, the state that Wan Buddhism continually guides us towards, seems easier for children. A child's ability to be present and approach each moment with inquisitiveness, for example, is something that many adults struggle to achieve. Perhaps because of this inquisitiveness, children ask a lot of questions. Have you ever been asked a series of why questions by a young child? Why do I have to brush my teeth? Why is plaque bad? Why does it matter if I get a cavity if my tooth's gonna fall out anyways? By the way, why does the tooth fairy only give me a dollar, but my best friend gets $5? Many children are willing to keep on asking why until they get a satisfactory answer. Another favorite line of questioning is, then what? We're going to the park today. Then what? Then we'll be hungry, so we'll have a snack. Then what? It'll be hot outside. Maybe we'll watch a TV show. Then what? To adults, these questions may become a little tiresome, but I think they can help us with our bad habits. Master Sotesan suggests that we must think deeply and discern clearly to realign our actions and our wishes. I think we can use the wisdom of an inquisitive child to do this. All we have to do is ask why and then what. Let's take my bad habit of filling a silent moment in a conversation or finishing someone else's thoughts. I'll start by asking why? Why do I do this? Probably because silence can be uncomfortable. But why is silence uncomfortable? 
because it feels like wasted time and I need to know what happens next. Why do I need to know what happens next? Because I want to feel in control of what's happening. You can see how asking why again and again, as a child might do, aids us in thinking deeply about the root causes of our actions. I am quick to speak not because I always have something valuable to say, but because I want to feel in control of what is happening. Now I can see more clearly the root cause of my action. Similarly, asking, then what, can help us discern the cause and effect that arises from our actions. If I fill this pause in the conversation with my voice, then what? I might get out of this work meeting a little faster. Then what? Well, my colleague may not have an opportunity to express her ideas. She is often slower to respond because she thinks carefully before speaking, unlike me. Then what? We may not come to the best conclusion for the project that we're working on if everyone's not given the opportunity to contribute. I cannot predict exactly what effect my actions will have on others, but by asking then what, I can consider the possible impacts of my actions based on my prior experience. This questioning can help us discern more clearly the cause and effect of our actions. In my case, I see how my urge to speak quickly prevents others from being able to share and can result in poor outcomes. In chapter 39, Sotesan illuminates the contradiction of our human tendencies when he says, everyone wants to do things that are beneficial, but does many more things that lead to harm. There are so many cases in which what one wishes in one's mind and what one practices with one's body do not correspond. Bad habits are just one manifestation of this gap between what our mind desires and what our body does. This gap can cause us a great deal of suffering, but there's hope. By thinking deeply about the causes of our actions, discerning clearly and practicing thoroughly, we can reduce the gap between what we wish and what we do. And it doesn't have to be complicated. By asking why and then what, with a patient, inquisitive mind, we can begin to heed Sotesan's advice and become more deliberate with our future actions. It may be hard to break bad habits, I speak from experience, but it is easier once we have seen clearly the root source of our suffering and recognize the misalignment between our actions and our wishes. Thank you.